Well, hello and welcome back to the Inner Sanctuary podcast. We have made it all the way to episode three. Are we at the point yet where we can do product placement, do you think, and get paid? Well, I mean, if people are in fact watching, then absolutely. I We're am influencers. using a, um, an Apple uh, iPad Pro. I'm wearing happy socks. You are very happy. They do remind me of, I always associate a happy sock with Michael Portillo, oh, which no. probably ages me a bit. I very much enjoy his happy socks. Okay. Right. And he wears a lovely coloured chino on occasion as well. I don't think I can ever wear them again now, knowing that. It's not reflective of my politics. I don't want to get into that too much, but just, you know, just need to put that out there. I'm just not a train fan. That's why I'm saying that. No. No. Are you, are you following my leg? <laughs> just... I just spitballing anything now. Okay. <clears throat> right, we'll get to the Let's point. We'll get to the point. Okay. So we've chatted about faith. We've chatted about what for you sets Jesus apart as yeah. as someone who you want to follow. Yeah. And imitate. Um so I guess my next question, kind of going on from that, would be you can be a good person without religion you can be a good person <clears throat> without following jesus you can do the right thing just because it's right yeah so what purpose does religion serve yeah mm. can't we just all be good people that is such a cracking question isn't it how would you answer that I wonder if I might answer this differently to you. Yeah. And I am very much a work in progress. Aren't and we all? We yes, all are, yeah. Yes, let's hope so. And I am curious. And I'll be completely honest and say, I'm not changeable like the wind in the yeah. sense that I, I, I wouldn't consider myself to be like flaky or like uncommitted yeah. to a perspective. But at the same time, I am very uncommitted to a perspective. Yeah. <laughs> Because I always want to leave room to learn. Yeah. So I, I'm kind of reluctant sometimes to really like nail my colours to a mast. But I feel like I should to a degree because yeah. I have been pressing you to do that yeah. for the past couple of episodes. So the way I see humankind is that we all bear the mark of God. Right. I think that all people bear the essence of goodness right Ooh. and that we all in our own way reflect elements of the divine yeah and i think that when i see goodness in other people to me i'm seeing a reflection of god mm. so i have no surprise that good people exist, that yeah. people make good decisions. Granted, yeah. not all the time, but I think then that's where you get into the realm of this three-letter, really, like, ugly, icky word called sin. What it, What is that? We'll save that for later. Um, but people are good, aren't they? But I think Generally people speaking. are innately good. Yeah. I do. Yeah, you meet such fabulous people every day. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that maybe some of us more consciously pursue trying to name that mm. or understand that. Yeah. For other people, it doesn't seem that it's as important to do that, to perhaps, to name it, right. to yeah, yeah. 
say, oh, well, that's because I'm following this person called Jesus. Mm. Um, but I do think that humans are wonderful. I agree. Absolutely. Such an important point to make, isn't it? Because I guess... I think so, yeah. <laughs> because, I mean, I, I was being brought up in a church. I, I was told every Sunday that humans are evil. Mm. Um, but that just doesn't chime then with your experience of your neighbours, your colleagues, your family, for goodness sake. It just doesn't doesn't chime with that at all. People are, for the most part, fabulous, wonderful. Hmm. Yeah, I think that's a really interesting, especially, <clears throat> you know, what you're saying there about being brought up in church. And I'm conscious that it doesn't sound like I'm like church bashing because I just want to, like, <laughs> I fun, feel like it? it is important. It is fun. <laughs> My experience of church and I'm not talking about bricks and mortar I'm like literally talking about like people yeah has for the vast majority been an incredibly enriching part of my life and even the things that have been difficult have certainly been things that have shaped me and I hope that I've kind of come out of the things that have been difficult with a broader perspective yeah um so I, and I but I also then appreciate there are people who have come to great harm and I you know I think that's important to acknowledge as well um, but there is certainly, I think, something to be said for this idea that we are innately sinful, dirty, evil, wicked people and the guilt and the shame mm. that can be kind of like profoundly connected to that. And if that's a message I'm being peddled on the one hand... But then I'm being peddled another message that says you are innately good and you have power and autonomy yeah. and you, uh, you know, all of these things that, you know, you can see on social media platforms or, you know, different manifestations of spirituality. There is definitely one that seems more appealing to me mm -hmm. and it is not yeah. the traditionally yeah. Christian view. Yeah, yeah. But then that brings an anxiety with it then, or doesn't it? What's the point? What's the purpose? What's the yeah. use of Christianity if people are innately good? Exactly. And I guess that's what I'm that's what yeah. I'm asking. Yeah. yeah. What what is the point? Is there a point? Yeah, there is. Um and I would say that the question only only arises in the context of two thousand years of Christianity. Where what we understand to be good has been shaped by the Christian faith. And that uh, shaping has been really, really on a deep level. So it has gone right into the heart of our culture. And our culture has been shaped by Christianity. I, I mean, let me give you an example. Um, before Jesus, you had these, you know, philosophy was really big in, in Greece. You know, amazing, amazing thinkers. Um, and one of them, a guy called Aristotle, you know, he did a lot of thinking about what it meant to live a good life and so on. And he came up with lists of virtues, what he called virtues. And there were some, you know, these were virtues that we would all understand. So courage was a big one of them. Uh, um, uh, truthfulness was another one. And then there were a list of vices. And in those vices, you would find a word like mercy. So mercy was a bad thing. Okay. In the ancient Actually. world. Okay, and if you were to if you were to see somebody in real need, why help them? Mm. It's their own fault in some way or other. You know, 
the idea then that we have of goodness as entailing, for example, helping somebody in need, is Christianity brought that into Western culture. But it is so ingrained now within our culture that you know, it's done, you know, it's taken for granted. Uh, and so the it, people live like that. It's how we um, grow up learning to behave in our, in our society. And so the question comes, well, what's the point of Christianity? But actually it's Christianity that has given, that, given us that in the, in the very first place. That's fascinating. I can honestly say that I have never thought it, of it in that kind of way before, right. that it's almost a chicken and egg thing, then, yeah. isn't it? Did our goodness come first or did yeah. Christianity come first? Did, but there's really another question then, yeah. which is, is it enough to do something that's good? This is a question that Jesus himself asked a lot. Um, is it enough just to do a good work? Now, Jesus gave an example of... Um, of a bloke who saw somebody uh, in you know begging for for money and you know pulls out his wallet. Did they have wallets back then? I don't know. They Ouch. pulled pull out his wallet <laughs> and he, he opened it up and he just just toss in money to this person, this person in in poverty on the corner of the street. And as he's doing so, he's he's looking around, just kind of smiling at the passersby. Aren't I amazing? You know. And everybody's thinking, wow, he's amazing, such a spiritual man. But of course, he's not. Yeah. He's doing a good work, but for the wrong reasons. Okay. And so motivation has to be taken into account then when we understand what it means to be a good person. And I would suggest that the ultimate, the true motivation for goodness is to be a follower of Jesus. Why would I suggest that? Well, let's think of, let's think of one motivation um, that many people would have. Uh, a really, really brilliant motivation to protect my family, you know, the good of my family. Now, that sounds amazing. And in most situations, it is. But if that is your ultimate good, protect my family, then in theory, you would be able to justify murdering lots of people in order for the good of your own family. Yeah. And that just then seems twisted. Mm -hmm. So your motivation behind your act can lead to the very concept of what is good being changed. Okay. Am I, is that? Yeah, no, that, yeah? that does actually make yeah. sense. I so, have to apply myself. Yeah. But I, it does make okay. sense. So why I do something <laughs> ultimately uh, can lead me to do to change what I understand to be good and what I understand to be bad. Now, Jesus came and essentially um, he has said, well, the reason for, uh, uh, for doing good things is to follow me, to be like me, in a, in, 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 in a sense. And that gives us a whole different understanding of goodness that is consistent then throughout various situations in life. That's, so yes, it is still relevant to be being a Christian, yeah. Yeah, I think that's really interesting. And I think that like the word Christian, even sometimes in and of itself, perhaps can have been hijacked by certain stereotypes. Yeah. And one of the things I've read, I might be wrong here, and this might just be an opinion thing, but I think it's interesting anyway, so I'm going to say it, is that back kind of in the in the early, early, early days of this thing that we now call Christianity, that the people who identified as followers of Jesus mm. were known as people of the way. Yeah. So it was very much about that motivation that came from the example of Jesus yeah. and then actually practically living out in a way of yes. life, a way of being. It yeah. wasn't seen as a, as a religious sect. It was Not by maybe them, no. even 
seen more as a as a cult mm. back then. Yeah, yeah. And it's interesting if you read accounts of back then of how utterly baffling their way of life was to uh, to others. Um, for example, within in the in ancient Rome, it was a practice as it has continued to be in parts of the world uh, ever since. You, if you had a baby daughter, just to put her on a rubbish heap and to allow her to die, because of course there would be a drain financially on the resources of the family back then. Um, Christians would go around and gather the baby daughters up, the babies up, and would bring them up um, in their own families. An act of mercy that to ancient Romans was utter foolishness and actually morally repugnant. But for us now, hearing that story with me, of course, of course they should you know, take in those, uh, those, uh, those babies. Of course they should. But it's Christianity that has brought us that. Yeah, I think that's... That's a really powerful story. That makes me feel quite emotional. <laughs> but I think one of the things that we get used to hearing, um, especially if we've like maybe grown up in a school where we talked about the Lord's Prayer and, and things yeah. like that, is this idea of the kingdom of God. Yeah. Um, and I, I, I bought a new translation recently of the Bible because I'm sad like that. And uh, and it, instead of using the phrase kingdom of God, it uses the phrase the empire of God right. in almost direct contrast to the fact that there was a Roman empire. Yeah. There, there was an empire at the time of Jesus that was occupying land, occupying lives. Yeah. And the empire of the day said, similar to what you were saying then, this is about power, this is about money, this is about control. Yeah. But Jesus comes to establish an empire that right. is in direct opposition, that is an empire of mercy, of justice, real justice, of love, of equality, of yeah. the last being yeah. first. And I found that a really helpful way to visualize it. When I think about like, oh, the kingdom of God, that feels really like weird and like, what, yeah. what even is that? Yeah, yeah. But actually it makes it a very present reality like and i think again just i hope this is in some way circling back to what you're saying that you're choosing to live in a way inspired by the person of jesus that is in contrast to what the world at large tells you you should want yeah the way that success looks so when you're following the person of jesus is very different to the way success looks when you're following maybe just your own desires or yeah. whatever it is that you're being kind of fed success yeah. looks like. Does that yeah. all make sense? No, I think, I, and I think you picking on the word success there is really, really significant because that's such a massive word today in, in our culture and is rammed down our thoughts that we've got to be successful. And usually successful means either be powerful or to have lots of money. And actually, if you have lots of money, you tend to be powerful anyway. And so a particular version of success is given to us, which breeds all kinds of motives that actually aren't really consistent at all with Christianity, where actually success is to do what Jesus did, which is to live your life for the help and, and, and benefit of others, to love in a, in a self-sacrificial way. That's what Jesus would say was success. And so, yeah, 
definitely very, very important uh, even today, even though we've had 2,000 years of the of, of Christianity seeping into our culture and changing our understanding of what it means to live a good life, it is still relevant today to hold on to Jesus as the core reason for living a good life. Yeah, that's amazing. I love that. And yet again, you have landed the episode so perfectly. Are you sure you haven't <laughs> been there? Uh, on a podcast sideline somewhere <laughs> practicing all these like perfect sign-offs. That's a pure fluke. <laughs> I don't believe it for a second. I don't believe it for a second. Well, thank you so much for joining us. And uh, please do join us for episode four, where we will be digging that little bit deeper. And as we said previously, if you have any questions, any comments, please do get in touch with us at the Inner Sanctuary. See you again soon. 